What is up, ACL Nation? Special episode number 23. This is the first time in 23 episodes that we are live. K9 and Mish here, fresh off of National Number 3 from Portland, Oregon. Had ourselves a blast out there. Did a little bit differently, Airbnb style. Mish, we're kind of kicking it in the in a semi-mansion, I guess you could say. You guys had your own little suite downstairs, but one week away from yeah, Ramsey. Like mansion. I, I, got nine, I got nine days off, Mish. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm chilling. You need to sleep, Wally. I actually did a lot of that today. So, I mean, that's that's one thing that I caught up on was sleep. I got I got two melatonins. I popped them both, and I was out for like 10 hours last night. So, that's the most yeah, I've good. gotten in a while. But uh, fun episode Much today. Needed. We got uh, the doubles champions in national number three, Eddie Grindersleeve and Caleb Batson coming in for the interview today. Um, we got some highlights from national number three, as well as the much-anticipated Awkward Knuckles commercial will make its debut here today. And then in a little third interview section, we're going to have a chat interaction. So a chance for you guys to all get involved and uh, ask some questions that you might have for myself and Eddie. It'll be fun. And I guess Caleb and Misha are here too. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't uh, think we're live anywhere, Wally. That's right. We'll make the most of it. We'll have some fun. Uh, see that we're live on ACL TV, so I'll go ahead and oh. uh, click some buttons here on the back end of things. But how are things That's going for you, Mish? Are you are you relaxing? You chilling? Things are good. It's somewhat relaxing because I uh, still have a kid, a young kid who's in <laughs> summer. So um, I am uh, handling that. He has had soccer camp this week for three hours every morning, but I have been like the mom that's helped out all the other working moms. Um, so I like yesterday that I had like four, I was taking four kids to and from soccer camp, four boys, oh, uh, loaded them up in the Bronco and take them, took them to and from and uh, yeah, did that whole thing. So that was pretty fun just to hear like their little conversations and stuff. Cause they're eight, but you know, they act like they're not eight. Like, I don't know how to explain it. They're like little right, boys, right. They're like yeah. men. I don't know. So it's just funny. Like I was kind of just sit driving and thinking like, this is fun. Like I, this is a fun role to be in. I don't mind being the carpool mom. I like to hear the fun little conversations and them kind of poke at each other and talk about things and Rome be kind of like the head of it. Cause it's his car and his mom. And <laughs> it was just, it was just pretty fun. And, and they're having a lot of fun at the, at the soccer camp. And then two of the boys slept over last night. So this morning I had to get three boys up and ready to soccer camp. <laughs> you guys do like a little camp out in the living room thing or where do they no, all sleep? Rome's room. He has like yeah. a, like a mattress that's under his mm. bed that I just pull out for like a third yeah, kid and then they share. Yeah. So they, they make it work, but it was just uh, funny trying to get them all. Like I had to get them all dressed in like, you know, cleats, shin guards, where's your soccer ball? Where's your water? I need the sunscreen. Like, did you brush your teeth? Like it was just, and then it's like, where's your underwear? Like it was just mayhem. <laughs> like no, no, like trying to get them already out the door was was pretty funny. Um, but the main thing that I'm excited about is that it's my anniversary today. I was gonna <laughs> say I was waiting for the bagging and bragging section to bring that up, but <laughs> all right, we can nine, we can move nine years. Yeah, nine right. years married. Let's nine go. years married. Uh, fifteen years total together. Um, so right after this. Um, we'll be heading to dinner. We're going to go for sushi. And yeah, I'm excited. It awesome. should be fun. Yeah, I, I'm not as exciting as that. I mean, I got to move. <laughs> so That's back to, back to like where it all started. Yeah, exact opposite of having a good time. I mean, you guys are celebrating, probably eating fancy dinners and enjoying life and drinking your Pinot Grigio. 
but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that or cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. So, so I went to U-Haul and they gave me the small U-Haul. Like I was like, this is so. First of all, left Portland at five in the morning. Got on the plane, got to Denver. Delayed. Wait, wait, should I remove the bragging section for a second? No, 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 it's good. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna come full circle to where we made it all okay. happen. So, okay, uh, we got, we got to Denver for a little bit of a delay, and then um, we, we got back here to Kansas City. I Ubered from the airport to the U-Haul facility. It's like six thirty. Got the U-Haul before they close at seven. Drove back to my place. My buddy bragging on my buddy Jared Smith. He came through. He came over, like, even though it was a very, very tight fit, we tetris all the big stuff in there. I still got, like, a few kitchen appliances and bathroom stuff I had to go back and get, but we got it all in there, drove back to St. Louis, got here at 2 a.m., so that's basically a 22-hour day. Got done, and then shout-out to my other buddy, Aaron Lambert. Um, he came over and helped me unload it the next day. So we got everything out, got some things in here, moved this big desk that you can see. I still got the, the uh, sponsor stuff. I got to hang on the wall behind me. But uh, we got all the heavy stuff where it needs to be. So shout out to where's your Where's your booster seat? Look at how much bigger I am than you. Yeah, my booster seat's still in Casey. So that'll, that'll be <laughs> You're supposed to do that. Now, you know Nick's <laughs> going to come after you about this. I know. Yeah, well, I'm chilling. I got my comfortable chair. I'm just kind of chilling. <laughs> Straight chilling. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. It's amazing um, what sleep can do for you. I feel good. Sleep? Okay, let me tell you. When Rome was a newborn and I didn't sleep for most of that first year, there would be once every and once in a while that he would actually sleep. And so I'd get like a full night's sleep. And I was like, I'm a new woman, everybody. Like, I'm fine. I'm good. I don't know what I was complaining about. Like, it was like I was born brand new. And then he wouldn't sleep for the next like four months. And I'd be like, I'm... I'm off the rock, the rocker again. I can't do this. So like one night of good sleep. And I was like, I could do this. I can parent, <laughs> but didn't last long. Didn't last long. So yeah, sleep, sleep will fix things. Yeah. Well, I got uh, invited to my brother's volleyball game by my niece. She's so cute. We, we came in here. She's telling me like little, you know, she's seven or eight, however old she is. She's telling me jokes and stuff like that. And she invited me to go watch my brother play volleyball Thursday. So I'm like, I was planning on driving back to KC and then coming back here and planning a tournament, but I'm like, you know what? A relaxing day, hanging out with the kiddo could be fine. So I think she's, it's, I she's think excited it's to see me. Yeah. She's excited to see me. The dogs are very excited to see me. They don't ever have this much interaction. Cause like my mom loves the dogs, but like, she doesn't like the dogs touching her or licking her. You know what I mean? Like she'll take oh, care no. of them. Yeah. So like <laughs> she wants them like close, but like on the other side of the gate, like don't touch her furniture. She don't hair on it. You know what I mean? So, it's all close, are, but not too close. Yeah, they're excited <laughs> to have me here in the house. And uh, it, it's I nice bet. to feel loved, even if it comes from the canine variety. <laughs> Dude, dogs are, like, incredible. Like, nobody's yeah. more excited to see me than Sunshine. Like, yeah, her right. whole world lights up. Like, it is – there's no human that will ever be that excited to see me. So I, I don't take it for granted. <laughs> That's right. for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's it's good to be back home. It's going to take me a couple of days to get settled back in. I mean, I'm already getting messages from people. Hey, you coming to this blind drive? Come to that? I'm like – no, I don't want to make yeah, any taking plans. A time, taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's, speaking of breaks, it's time for our first break here. And we're going to debut the Awkward Knuckles segment. segment. So enjoy the next two minutes. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 
Wally, he did a great job. The awkward knuckles commercial. Just watching you in the little screen at the bottom of, the, of my monitor, watching that is what makes it worth it. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna take it a while was. for that to get old. That is gonna take a while for that to get old. I agree with that. Um, all right, so we um, are ready to bring on our guest here, Eddie Grindersleeve. We're gonna bring him on a second here. We're gonna chat with him for a little bit and we're gonna take a commercial. And then when we come back, we're gonna take your questions or comments. So we are live on Facebook on the um, ACL uh, Facebook page. So if you want to get your questions in, I will go ahead and make sure that those are read to Eddie. But uh, let's go ahead without further ado, the big winner of the weekend with Caleb Batson, Eddie Grindersleeve, welcome to the show. Hello. What's up, Bubba? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Where are you at? You in your backyard? I am, yes. Nice. It's a big backyard. Well, yeah. Hope you got a riding lawnmower for that thing. I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good call. <laughs> All right, Eddie. So big weekend uh, that you're coming off of here. I guess my first question is just, what's it been like after this uh, huge win with you and Caleb Batson? Um, I think it took a little bit to to kind of uh, kick in realizing that it actually happened. Uh, I think at the moment I was just super excited uh, to finally get over that hump. Um, but I don't think it's, it's set in really until I finally got off the plane and got my own car and I was just by myself in my own world that, Hey, we, we finally did it. Uh, it's been great. It's been great to know that we finally were able to pull it off. Absolutely. I remember talking to you, I'm not sure if it was after New Mexico or where it was. You guys had a close run. You guys really clicked in New Mexico. Uh, maybe because yeah, I New picked, Mexico, yeah. I think I picked you, and that's probably why you guys are really good. I don't know. Moving on. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but no, you guys were <laughs> doing really, really good. You guys kind of went on a little hot streak there, and it, it a lot of it comes you know, down to you being as consistent you as you are, and then Caleb just stepping it up 
two, maybe yeah. even three notches. But uh, you guys were really, really close to winning something. And then you were like, man, I, I think I just want it more for KB more than myself. You know, I mean, he's put in the work and I want to, I want to get him that, that first dubs, you know, so congrats on that. Yeah, we'll uh, talk about, talk about doing it for him finally. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we went into this weekend balls feeling good. Um, you know, we, we played a little bit. We, uh, we've been really close, but I don't think, you know, it's, it's been a while since we both clicked together. Um, and we both finally clicked and just both played well, fed off of each other's energy. Um, you know, Caleb's out of school, so he's been practicing pretty much every day, uh, since he's been out. So I always told Caleb if with all the talent that he has, if he put the work in, he would be there with the top guys consistently. And uh, I think that's showing now that he has all the time in the world. What was, was he the not difference? practicing as much as he was? Yeah, that was my first uh, same question, Wally. What was the difference in like pre during school, after school for his practice? Um, you know, he was he's a, a 17 year old kid. You know, there's other things that he's wanting to do, you know, uh, spend time with friends, go to games, things like that. So, uh, you know, now that he's out, he can commit and he's I know he's planning on traveling. So, I think it's just starting for Caleb. If he's just starting and this is what just starting looks like, good Lord. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> that's terrifying. It's, it's kind of funny, though, you said feeding off of Caleb's energy. Like, are you able to pick up on what minor facial expressions or gestures he does to give you some type <laughs> of excitement? Because I think I've so seen rare. him crack a smile once in the airport when it was me, you, and Deb. And then one more smile when he was talking off in the distance to somebody else. Other than that, I've never seen his face change. So there's a few games that you probably go back and watch on, on the live on the live streams where we're at. Uh, like I said, we were just having fun. So there were times where we would both, you know, one of us would mess up and we would just like kind of laugh at each other and smile at each other. And, you know, we were just having fun. I think that was the big difference is we both felt good and we both were just having fun. Do you feel like you take on that mentor role with him? Uh, I do. He's really grown into his, his self in the last, I want to say, six or seven months. Um, you know, he's becoming a young man, and he's settling into himself. And I think the roles have kind of – I'm not going to say the roles have changed, but I don't feel like I'm mentoring him as much as I used to. Now we're, you know – we're both just playing the game. We, we both know what we can do. And so I'm not having to, you know, talk him off of trying certain shots. He knows what he needs to do. And we both trust each other in that aspect of the game. One thing that's kind of changing a little bit here with a lot of the carpet bag throwers is a lot of the carpet bag pl players are starting to just go in the hole now. They're not trying to block anymore. They're going for these high PPRs. I mean, a lot of you Texas people are close, and that's mainly where I think of the carpetbag throwers right now. But are you guys all kind of having, like, little gatherings and talking about changing strategy or just something that happens naturally? No. This was just something Caleb and I talked about uh, leading into this. Um, you know, I've always felt like one of my strengths is just going in, uh, you know, and making making big runs with bags in the hole. And – uh Caleb's always had that ability. He just likes to play dirty sometimes. Um, and I think he kind of – something clicked, and he realized, hey, if I throw 52 bags in a hole, you know, it's going to be really hard for the other person to score on me. 
Um, so we kind of talked about don't it. Don't exaggerate. Into... It was only 51. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. So, uh, so on, a, on a, the broadcast court, we decided that, you know, why change anything? We've been all, all week long, all we've been doing is throwing bags in a hole. You know, we're not trying to block. We're not trying to do anything fancy. Um, and if it comes down to it to where we, you know, are in that situation, we both know how to play that style of game as well. But the goal was just to try to make our opponents uncomfortable. Making them uncomfortable by making too many bags in the hole. Is that what you mean? Yeah, just, you know, just being in the hole every time instead of, you know, putting a block up. Because in my opinion, you know, Tony Smith is one of the best roll bag players in the game. And that, that was something that we didn't want to get into. We didn't want to go back and forth with that. And, you know, I know Ryan Smith can hit some nasty airmails and, and rolls and Ryan Wheatonfield as well. So we just decided to be straight down the middle for the most part, the entire tournament. One thing I, I noticed I, I, with uh, Wheatonfield and Smith is that they changed bags going from live stream courts to broadcast courts. What do yep. you guys do when it comes to bad like board environment changes do you guys throw harder do you keep the same bag for the release point or what's your main focus there um we stuck with the same bags they, they were a little quicker um we both had to throw a little softer than you know out in the out in the field okay. uh but you know caleb's been red hot with those bags although i wasn't about to take those out of his hands yeah so you adjusted your throw Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with more with Eddie Grindersleeve right after this. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we are going to continue our conversation with Eddie. 
So if you are live with us, then please uh, type in any questions you have in the uh, chat there on Facebook. Um, the first question we got, Eddie, was who's the number one pro on your hit list? Do we lose them? Oh, are you there? Can you hear us? Well, at least you can hear me, right? I can hear you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll answer that for Hetty then. Uh, Bueller. <laughs> I don't know if you lost connection, but no, we are live on YouTube as well. So if you guys can do us a favor, hit the share button, get us uh, some more viewers in here that way we have any questions. Uh, I know Josh Keck wants attention, so he'll be in the chat oh, there as well. And I think uh, Josh wants he, attention. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, go figure, right? <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let me, uh, yeah, Eddie said he can't hear us right now. So, um, let's see what we'll have him probably, let me remove him really quick and then add him back. Can you hear us out, Eddie? Oh, AirPods are going out. AirPods out. Our so, AirPods are out. <laughs> Duncan Clemmer in the chat over on YouTube. He's a, uh, He's trying to start some stuff because he was part of that loss that we were kind of joking around about. Oh, yes. Ross. And put 51 out of 52 bags down the middle and in the hole. And then on the other end of that was Duncan Clemmer, put 50 Oops, out of 52. Sorry. Yeah, no, Duncan Clemmer was in probably the worst situation you could probably ever be in. I mean, to throw that well, like that's so defeating. Oh, can you hear us, Eddie? I can hear you now. Oh, okay, go. cool. We got you back. All right. The first question uh, from Stephen Thomas. Who is the number one pro on your hit list? On my hit list? Yeah. Yeah. Um, number one pro on my hit list. Uh, I would have to say... I'm going to have to go after AJ. He's got me the last few times at, the, at big uh -oh. tournaments. Got your number. All right. Actually, sorry, yeah. Josh. I missed your first question. Josh's first question is, what's your favorite soda? What's my favorite soda? Yeah. Uh, I like vanilla Coke. Well, that's a random one. All right. Looks like we got uh, Caleb here. I'm going to add him on to join us. Hey, Caleb, you got us? Yes, ma'am. All right. Up, welcome, brother? welcome. What's going on? Uh, not much. Okay. If you have questions for Caleb or Eddie, put them in the chat. Uh, Eddie, another question for you from Susan Sullivan. Who is your rookie of the year? Not someone who was PDC last year. Uh, rookie of the year. I, I think you got to give it to Justin right now. Okay. He's been JBJ? showing out. Absolutely. I would agree. <laughs> that's your that's your take as well? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, does that change that. though? I mean, he sure wins another one. Uh, but he did it. Uh, he won singles and doubles, so I feel like that's really hard to do. That is very hard to do. Agreed. Caleb, what's your favorite soda? My favorite soda? Yeah. Uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. The, like the <laughs> strawberry and cream zero sugar one. Didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> very, very specific. I imagine they don't have that at too many venues that we go to, so... Yeah, I doubt, I doubt you're seeing that or vanilla Coke very often. Uh, I don't think those are common. Uh, and then who's the number one pro on your hit list, Caleb? Uh, what do you mean by that on my hit list? Like who do you, you want to take out? Always Matt, that guy. 
always Matt. <laughs> That's good. Well, a lot of people's hit list. I know. Well, he's a goat. Got so a question from uh, Duncan Clemmer. Says, how hard was it carrying Caleb all weekend, Eddie? <laughs> hey, I'm still tired. <laughs> it's exhausting this is a question i like to ask whenever we have a lot of double interviews like this um which one of you guys is the alpha which one's the beta because right now caleb batson's sitting number three in the pro division eddie's sitting number 50 are we going with the og or are we going with the ranking here who do you guys consider the alpha eddie's the alpha always uh, yeah i'd probably consider that as well i i, I think uh here in this here in texas I think, uh, you know, my finishes the last four years, I think everybody is still trying to trying to get to where I was at. I've learned so much from him, so I would honestly say him every time. How did your partnership come together? Well, you can answer I'll let that Caleb one, answer this one. Nah, <laughs> Caleb got this one. <laughs> uh, so I was around like 10 years old, 11 years old. I just started playing. And uh, they always told me about Eddie. And I was like, man, he's really good. And so I just kept on watching him, learn from him, see what he did. And then I asked him one time, I said, if I made pro, would you play with me? And he was like, yeah. And then finally made pro and it's been, every, been good he's ever since. a man since. of his word. <laughs> uh, I knew what uh, – I knew Caleb had it in it from the start. I mean uh, – he, he was able to mimic everybody's throw and just play around until he kind of found his own style. Uh, so when Caleb started taking it really serious, I want to say 2020, 2019, he, he developed really quickly. Are you guys upset that we had uh, Braden on before you guys? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Braden Wilson he uh, is a beast. Love it. He's he. I was joking with Wally because he came so prepared for that interview. Like he had it like all set up, and he was like, you know, like I said a question. He was like, I'm sorry, can you please repeat the question? Because <laughs> like all <laughs> professional. I'm like all right. Usually we're just kind of casual having conversations, but he was like, this is my moment. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm with right now. We've been practicing this past week, so there you go. That was actually one of the questions in the chat was, how much do you guys practice because you guys are fire? Uh, I uh, didn't really practice until I graduated, so I've been practicing a lot more now. Wait, wait. Before you did never practice, you just went to, like, blind draws and stuff? Uh, I didn't really go to blind draws. I practiced maybe, like, once or twice a week. And then oh on tournaments. Hey, I'm telling you, that's, that's why I said that now that he's practicing every day, I think he's just getting started. This is that's yeah, so that's scary. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That is terrifying. Eddie, how about you? What's your practice routine? Uh, I practice pretty often. Uh, a lot of it's just, you know, at the house. Uh, I try to th you know throw it like when I can. You know, I I got a full time job and a, a two year old daughter, so I try to spend uh, a lot of time at home if possible. Uh, but I do try to get out and and throw with uh, you know Caleb, AJ. Kenny Tackett, uh, those guys at least once or twice a week. Are you going to put your two-year-old on the board to practice your airmails? Hey, she uh, she she goes out to shop with me pretty much every day when I go, when I first walk out there to start practicing. So she she's watching. That's awesome. 
I mean, it worked for Jim McGuffin, right? <laughs> yeah. put, the, put the kids on the boards. You won't miss. <laughs> Let's, what do you got over there on YouTube land, Wally? YouTube's kind of quiet. I'm trying to refresh to see if I miss anything. But oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, Bobby Gage says that he got smoked 21-0 by one of you. I don't know who. I don't know. Don't know. All right. It happens. It happens so many times they don't know it anymore. So, KB, <laughs> let's kind of talk a little bit about uh, the, the changes that you've made, and I don't know how long you've been making these changes in the last two or three months, both physically and mentally. Kind of talk about yeah. how it started and what you've been doing, man. Um. Well, since September of last year, I've been doing something called the keto diet, where it's like low carbs and low sugars, and I've just really stuck with it since then. Like I tried it before. But finally got right and just stuck on it. And then, like, mentally, uh, here recently, I started talking with Braden's dad, Stephen Wilson. And he's helped me tremendously um, just be confident and trust in myself and have confidence when I go up to the boards and believe I can win any tournament. What started in September that made you make the changes? Uh, just wasn't happy where I was just at in life. Need to reset? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Big time. So now that you have this big win, uh, does that quadruple your confidence or how does that play into what you're looking forward to for the the next national? Um, just tasting it now makes me want it even more. Knowing I can do it and knowing that we can do it. Yeah, so you think that singles win is just inevitable for you? Um I'm ready to get out of my bracket. I've gotten double dipped at the last two, so. Yeah. What What have you done that you think might cause that, or what can you avoid next time to avoid the double dip? Just kind of space out your wins? Because um, I'm telling you, man, whenever yeah. people sit for long periods of time in the king seat, man, they just struggle. So, I don't know, maybe go or play maybe, a cash game or something. I don't know. Or maybe just lose one. <laughs> just double dip. Be on the other side. There's the, there's always yeah. that. <laughs> Throw off on purpose. The very last, yeah, right before. Um, Jeff asked, "How has your how have your changes affected your throw and swing, or have they? I guess would be better um, I felt like when I was a lot bigger, I would have to come around my body, and now it's it just feels like more like straight." Like, I'm not coming around. I'm coming just dead straight to the hole. So, I mean, it's helped a lot. Okay. And then uh, how about tips for staying consistent for long events? Uh, we'll start with you, Eddie. Um, tips for staying consistent. Uh, make sure you eat and, yeah. you know, stay hydrated. Um, I feel like that's always a, a tough lesson to learn. You know, you play these long tournaments, long days, and you might have had a – some chick-fil-a for breakfast it's just not gonna help you're not gonna laugh the entire time doing that um and you gotta put work on the outside you know off the courts you gotta you gotta throw and put the hours in so so you, you're used to throwing that much mm -hmm. yeah it's a good point uh who's the best player in texas that was one of the questions <laughs> you know y'all better say um, deb Hey, Deb's up there. Deb's up there. No, who you, uh, you got? Man, it's so so. Texas is so. In the last year, 
in my opinion, has just been so all over the place. Uh, you know, with me, AJ, Caleb, Justin, Logan, uh, we, we're all just kind of going back and forth here. Um, Taking your turns. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much what, what's gone on. Uh, you know, Caleb and I won uh, conference and state last year. Uh, this year it's been Justin and Logan won. Uh, Pre-Killer and Foreman won one here. Uh, I mean, we've all just kind of all been kind of going back and forth here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get uh, your answer after this, uh, Caleb, but we're going to run and take a quick break. We'll be right, we, will we be right back? I can talk. I promise. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine All right, welcome back. Uh, we had a question before the break. Uh, who's the best player in Texas? So, Caleb, who do you got? Um, I feel like you can only name a top five. That's that would be my my answer. <laughs> I mean, it's whoever hot at the time. I feel like we all toss it up between each other. But we'll find uh, out this weekend. Carousel. We'll find yeah. out this weekend. What's coming up this weekend? Oh, uh, we got our state. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that going to be live streamed anywhere? Is Chase doing that one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Chase. Yeah, Chase will be live streaming it. Sweet. That's King of the Hill, right? Okay, that'll be awesome. So we will find King out. Of the hole. <laughs> King of the Hill. King of the Hill. I'll make sure he knows you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's an actual cartoon, but <laughs> that's okay. Oh man! All right. So one of the things that you said, Eddie, was that you guys are um, had really good chemistry. I asked you before the broadcast. I'm curious, what is your perspective on what allows a team to have good chemistry? Uh, trusting each other. I, I feel like, um, you know, Caleb and I, you know, we talk 
off, we, we talk outside the court as well. You know, at home, we message each other, we talk to each other. So it's not, you know, we're not showing up just to play. You know, we're, we're friends outside of, outside of bags. Uh, and then on court, like I said, we, the chemistry that we have on court, we, we know what to expect from each other. And so we just let each other play the game. And if we have a question, there's no hesitation in asking or giving advice. Um, I know when I know when uh, Caleb's asking me something, it's because he needs to know, and uh, vice versa. I think that's what good chemistry is. What about yeah. for you, Caleb? Um, I think it's just talking off the court is like the biggest thing. It's because when you go to a big tournament, it almost feels like you're playing in a small tournament. It's the same thing. But like, I feel like we've been playing for so long now that we know what each other can do. So basically, when he asked me, it's kind of, what do you think? Like, which one would you want to, which, which, which one would you rather redo? So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, we've been playing for a long time and it's helped a lot. Yeah, I can kind of relate to that too. Whenever I had a steady partner for a couple of years, like we would start in the social division, you know, we had no skill whatsoever compared to where we're at now. And we used to call each other, leading up to a tournament, practice together, go to the tournaments, drive together. I mean, just having that type of relationship is huge. And then whenever he went away and didn't play anymore, like I just fell off. So you kind of got to have somebody there with you, which kind of brings me to Clayton's question over on YouTube. He says, started competing in September and they moved me up to advance, but I don't have anyone to throw with. I don't see how I can get to that level without having somebody to throw with on a regular basis. Any advice will help. So what do you guys do whenever you don't have that practice, buddy? you're just throwing by yourself? Any advice for Clayton? Um... So, so when I throw by myself, I try not to to take it too seriously. Uh, I learned when I'm out throwing by myself, and I'm and you know I'm not throwing as as good as I think I normally can. Uh, it's completely different. You got to just go and you got to put the reps in. That's all it is. When you're throwing by by yourself, don't stress out about it. Just put the reps in. Work on the shots that you know need work. Um, for me personally, that's what I do. Uh, because if I, if I start playing, you know, ghost games or things like that, and I'm not playing well, I feel like I'll get a little irritated with myself and which in turns, I feel like I'm not getting good practice. Uh, when I would rather go out there and just, you know, take three sets of bags, set them on the board and just put the reps in, in all sorts of different shots. Um, I think that's the best thing to do. Yeah. Good call. Now, do you guys have like the trip, the trick shot situations that come up, like the hard cuts or roll shots? When those situations come up, do you take that shot like a hundred percent of the time in practice? Um, I wouldn't say a hundred percent of the time, but you know, those are shots that you definitely need to have game time moments. So, you know, it's it's definitely good to 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 shoot them. Um, I have some friends nearby that come out and throw, and you know, they're just they're competitive players, but we all get together and have a good time throwing. Um, and like I said, it's just reps and getting that that play time in. Um, and they give me the ability to 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 see different looks. Um, so I always tell people if you're practicing, just don't get down, don't get down on yourself, and don't get frustrated. You know, j- just shoot and put the reps in, and things will come together. That's such a good point because I like I'm trying to think of which football shows I'm thinking of, but like I feel like in football shows, like when the team's not doing well, 
or even like on Ted Lasso, like they just have them go play like a pickup fun game, but really any sport, like just to get yeah. the joy back in it, you know, but like not to take it too serious. And there's not going to be many opportunities during competitive play where we can just not take it too seriously. So I think that's really yeah. good advice. And, and like I said earlier, I felt, I felt like that was something that this weekend was, you know, when I say we both felt good this weekend, it wasn't just a throwing, you know, we're playing together and we're laughing and, you know, smiling. Like I said earlier, we, we would both miss bags and miss shots that we normally hit. And all you can do is just, you know, kind of smile and look down at your partner and Caleb cracks a smile and laughs a little bit. And, you know, those are the, those are the things you got to look for in a game. If you, if you constantly beat yourself up, this, this game will eat you alive. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to add to that, Caleb? Um, I mean, um, I did laugh once when uh, the first bag of the game. Uh, and hey, I laughed too. <laughs> hey, I, I had a laugh too. I was like, oh, uh, that was a rushed like, commercial, wasn't it? Though you guys, you guys didn't have uh, much they, time. They, yeah, we got they rushed us up there. We got a down and back. That was it. Yeah. Yikes! Yeah. Well, that'll do it. I mean, if you're gonna have the, you're gonna have miss bags for the most part. So to be being light about it seems like a better plan. <laughs> so I like that. I like that you can laugh about it, uh, yeah. you know, afterwards. Which is like, I guess my next question is like, so how do you handle a loss? Like Caleb, you obviously had a big loss in singles uh, in, in your bracket. Like so, and then you had to go play on a broadcast. Mm-hmm. So like, how were you able to stay focused and not let that get to you? Um. Uh. Basically, Eddie. I could. I didn't want to let him down. Um. I mean, it, I wanted to win my bracket, but I know that we are. We already won our bracket, so we got something to finish. And I don't yeah. want to let my loss bring him down. So I got to be there for him. So, do you guys like doubles better than singles? I feel like every pro likes singles better. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think over the years it's it, you know it's been different. Um, I've done really well in singles, pretty much every year I played. Uh, but this year, you know, I've really I felt like me and Caleb, you know, we we were due one. So uh, I've really enjoyed throwing singles this year. I like doubles. Singles gets boring. That's exactly <laughs> how I feel, Caleb. I am glad I'm not yeah, the it's... only one. I think singles is so boring. Yeah. <laughs> I like singles personally because it's a chance for me to reset every single round. Whereas if I'm on the other end in doubles and I have a bad round, which rarely happens with some of my skills. Yeah. Never, like let's never. say that I accidentally throw like a three or a four or something in one round. <laughs> then I'm sitting there stewing on it. And I'm like, man, I just let my partner down. If we lose this game by, you know, two points, I cost in the game, stuff like that. So yeah, I'm the opposite. That's the man. common answer. Reset. Yeah. Oh. That's the common answer, though. Like, what? How? How did you guys? I know you have good chemistry and a good relationship, but like, a lot of people f- have that exact issue. So, what advice would you give? On getting down on yourself. About being worried about what your partner thinks about what you just did. Uh, I mean, I think everybody thinks that. I, I, I don't think you ever get get over that. Uh, you know, I think you got to take the good with the bad. Um. And there's times we've been so close and like Wally said, I've, you know, gave up a two or three and we lose by two or three. Uh, and that always beats me up a little bit, but 
uh, you know, we always try to bounce back. We talk it out. We, you know, we I figure we gotta. We're still playing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, Caleb? Experience and playing with that partner a lot. Like, mm. um, I just feel like that's what helps with us. Is we've been playing for three years, so um, we know each other's not upset. We've had tournaments where I've thrown bad and he's thrown really well, and then there's tournaments where. I thrown really well. And he's thrown. He was a little off, and he just get through him. So Caleb, you age out of the juniors division this year, right? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, so you age out, and then we already talked to Braden Wilson, called in the future about moving up. Who else in Texas are we sleeping? I know Sammy Soto's a name that pops up. So other than Sammy and Braden, who are we sleeping on in Texas that we don't know about yet? Um. You got any, Eddie? <laughs> no, I don't. So I guess Braden, Braden's sister is the one that I've heard a couple of people Braden's say. Braden's yeah, sister in a couple right. years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard. I heard she's she's coming up. Uh, there was a question over there on YouTube. I don't know if you saw it, Wally, but I thought that was a pretty good question. It's for Eddie. He uh, had a daughter. She's eight months old. So how do you go about justifying to your spouse that you need to get those reps in without having turmoil? <laughs> oh, man. Uh I ended up getting a shop, <laughs> so I didn't have to leave. Um, there you go. It's an expensive solution. You know, uh, it was tough. So uh, I'll say when my daughter was born, two weeks after, um, I had to go play in Vegas for a national. And it was really tough to, to leave at that moment. Um, but – my wife supports me in everything. She, she, she knows how much this means to me. Uh, you know, so when it came down to it, we, you know, we talked through a solution about how I can practice and be at home. And, uh, that's how I ended up getting a shop. Um, but there's still days, you know, I play lead night and I'll, I'll go out and I'll throw with other people. Um, but I try to make it a point to win. When I get home, I try to spend time with both of them, and then I'll, I'll leave for a little bit. So I, I, I always try to – and when I'm at home by myself and I'm going out to throw by myself, I always wait until my daughter goes down. Uh, mm -hmm. But I definitely remember, you know, when she was eight, eight months or 18 months, um, difficult of a time that was to, to try to work that in my schedule. It, it was extremely tough. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh I'm sure Devin Harbaugh is going through this right now to where, you know, you're, <laughs> you're sure trying to balance is. everything um, because you also want to be there for your family. So it's a, it's a lot of balancing. It is. It's total, a total balance act. All right, guys, unfortunately we are out of time for the interview. We're going to take a quick break and come back with highlights uh, from our last event. So uh, everyone stick with us, Eddie KB. Thank you so much for joining us and good luck at your next event. Thank you for having us.
Welcome back, everyone. We have reached the part of our show where we get to go through highlights. So thank you, Wally, for all your hard work to put these together. And which one do we want to start with? Oh, um, start I would say Awkward's one. my favorite, so we're going to save that one. What? Let's go to the small one. Start with Rolls. Oh, you cut in. Oh, am I? Rolls, Rolls. Okay. No, okay start. hello. You're back. You're back. Okay. You're good. All right, we're going with yeah. rolls. So surprisingly, not Rolling. too many rolls, just a lot of uh, pushes and slinky like season. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, our court was just blessed with so much airmail talent, but we had to get the rolls in there, even if they're accidental. Here from Cheyenne, they still count. <laughs> they all go. <laughs> she didn't in. even look happy about it. <laughs> she didn't know she was doing. She's like, did I just roll that? Like, like what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Jacob Gore, though, when you get the Gores on there, they're definitely rolling, cutting backwards. It classifies as a roll for me. Ooh, that was nasty. Tyler and Kobe. It seemed like doubles had a lot more role players in it for us. Um, I mean, even <laughs> the reactions are the best for me. Jacob there. Surprise I'm Jackson, sorry, surprising himself there. And then your the boy here crossed. at the end. I love the that reactions from disgusting. both players here. <laughs> Like what? How did that even happen? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Not right. too many rolls. Let's go with the uh, not, not too many rolls. It, it it's apparently slinky season. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, airmails air are plenty. I mean, we are absolutely blessed. We got Mister Stovepipe there himself. We finished off the day with, you know, Matt Guy and Stephen Burnisett. I mean, you know, you're getting airmails when it comes down to these players. But we got some pretty good ones along the way. Jimmy Humans here making it clap. It's got a thing about throwing one bag up, making three bags fall in the hole. So, no Blessed. big deal. <laughs> yeah, this was hard to see, but those bags were all stacked on top of themselves. So, Andrew Noyes hitting that airmail there backside. <laughs> that was the accidental one. Yeah, that I remember that. What? Dean Norton was like, Can we pull that one back out of the hole? Like, it shouldn't count. Yeah, he said, That's slop. <laughs> but, but look at all these short airmails, Mish, to collect the bag oh, in the hole. Do we, do we really want to bring up that topic? <laughs> Oh, it doesn't matter. Think, Bernie doesn't watch our show, so it's fine. True. I think to Bernie's credit, though, it, it doesn't happen that much at the beginning of the tournaments. But whenever it yeah. does happen with the higher skilled players at the end of the tournaments, you do get it quite a bit. I think that's but, a very valid yeah. uh, like analysis of that shot. Yeah, I mean, it is nonstop. Crazy. I mean, you see it time and time again. Players landing right on the edge of that red zone. I mean, this one's pretty nasty. Only getting his bag to fall. Know, there, Jimmy that's Graham. crazy. And we got some awkward. Don't know what that yeah, was. Yeah, it was a again. double. Was spirit a fingers. Knuckle spirit fingers, I guess. <laughs> that's a thing. Bernisette, Graham, and Matt Guy at the end of this bracket just put on an absolute show. And I'm sitting here going through these highlights. I'm like, okay, this is over 10 minutes. Well, I edited it down quite a bit. This is over 10 minutes of highlights just for my court. Like, I don't really yeah. know if we'd be able to do a show if I had all four courts footage. 
So we have just to be react. one long just show of highlights. Yeah. Just a highlight. Well, we can turn them into different commercial breaks, I guess. Yeah. Now that we have a live show. But that would I be love, a lot of work. I love the reactions here. Denise really knew it was messed up. She knew she was in trouble. That was a rocket right there from Lamar that Popper. That was. It's very odd when you see Ryan Smith get that fired up at a big nine-point round there for him. Mm-hmm. Tyler was feeling it in that match. I love it. That's yeah, Tyler was like, I don't know why Mark keeps trying to block me. You can't block me. <laughs> why are you I, blocking I, me? I love when he's feeling it like that. There you go. Multiple airmails, and that's probably missing about two or three minutes of airmail footage just because it's so repetitive after a while. But yeah, yeah. We, I mean, I think Trey talked about it. I, I would have to say Bernasette was around 75, 80% of his airmails down the stretch. Crazy. So, yeah. Like now he does already that. throw a high bag. So I guess that's not yeah. totally surprising because it seems to kind of fit what he already does, but still very impressive. All right. All right. Time for pushes. Yeah. Pushes. Um, these another situation here where pretty much every shot is three bags in the hole. I mean, let me ask this question, Mish. Is Alex Hicks the best pusher in the game right now? You, you, you saw the penguin. You saw the highlight. That was, that was bananas. I like, mean, he's what? accurate. He's kind of he getting away from that role. Bar Yeah, got a lot of bar subs in this highlight too. I love Logan's reaction here. Anytime you get Damon and Frank on the court, they're going to clap and applaud each other all the way to the finals and just lots of lots of respect there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, depending on your opinion, but yes, that yeah. is my opinion. I know you're going there. I know what you're doing. I didn't say it. <laughs> the penguin there from Logan on the other side, one underneath to collect it, and then another bar of soap. Right oh there. my goodness! He was feeling every single shot. I can't remember looking at that score, but I think that was to keep the game alive. And then the cool thing about having the young kids on our court pretty much the whole day is you can get two shots in one eight-second clip because they don't waste any time. <laughs> yeah, they're so rapid fire. So good shot there from Caleb, and then back-to-back great shots there from Jacob Gore. Took it all. I think this is five bags in one shot. So just ridiculous. <laughs> crazy. How does that even happen? Yeah. I mean, you got to think like he's not really even that strong to push through the pile like that, but just he's got it all. Mm-hmm. I think I should probably start putting music to the background on these. I mean, it does feel like it's lacking. It's a little quiet, right? You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> it's maybe, maybe it's the new Opera Knuckles song. That's just look at that. It's just yeah. stepping the game soap up. And a drip collect there from KB. It's yeah. no big deal. Yeah, the awkward knuckles right. song is, is money, so kind of mimic it. There you go. I'm Look glad it's working. New intro. Shout out to Corn, by the way. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> no, we just saw these on the highlights. <laughs> wafting the airmail, uh, the high five out there, and you get it. Uh, I feel like Frank was kind of feeding into the awkward knuckles that we called him out on before. So it's like, I think he was doing it on purpose now. Yeah. He wants his, he wants his airtime. Yeah. He, he knows now he's playing it off that way. All the mistakes look good. I don't know what that guy was doing there. <laughs> it's like the beginning of the game. I know. Firing himself I up maybe. <laughs> and then it's the nonchalant point, but uh, he was happy to finally hit a 12 pack here. Celebrated. Oh, wait, wait, no, I'm playing against Jamie. That's my partner. Yeah, sorry. That's sorry. Yeah. Respect. My bad. Slight Turkey there. Shout out to the turkey. <laughs> Man, 
man, there's a lot in that one match, huh? Little stalker, and your partner just left you hanging, Jimmy. But <laughs> perfect timing. He played it off, and so that they did that uh, on purpose. I said, he almost no, I fell think... over trying to give that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jackson here just face <laughs> <laughs> <Face> bomb. <laughs> oh, so good. And then just completely ignore Jimmy on the other side. There you go. Uh, this Why one not? was great, though. This one was good. <laughs> <He's immediately laughs> <sober. laughs> uh, oh, shit. oh yeah just kidding these guys were these guys were on one in this match logan they were so right they here logan work. chamberlain in this little situation he knows he's in trouble the game is pretty much over matt got called over the clock on him because this is his third time out in a row in this one shot and he actually walked all the way back down every single time <laughs> called the time out to go look at it I believe it was uh, Trey, Stacy, and Bernie on the mic. I think situation. Yeah, and Trey was like, "Well, you know, to be fair, Matt hasn't doesn't have to do anything if you miss this shot." So, credit to Logan Chamberlain getting in there after what would that be over a minute and a half of timeouts to get in there and actually hit that shot, and then Matt guy finishes it off right here, and then <laughs> one more insult. All right, you move on, but you're not getting my high five. <laughs> he did end up at the end, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, I feel yeah. like he. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, okay. he did it on purpose. They were they were having fun. They were, which is all that matters. All right, guys, that is it for our very first live show. It wasn't without his bumps, but I think we made it work. Yeah, yeah. Um, so looking forward to uh, next week as we continue to roll through our show. Maybe we'll have an intro. Hmm, maybe. Mm, I, I told uh, I told Jackie yeah, until episode twenty six. So I said if we go halfway okay. without doing, it, I'm gonna make my own. So we'll see. <laughs> Um, someone said, "Is this Jake Brandon Allison Baldwin? Good to finally oh, put a face man. to the names." <laughs> Adam, Adam is fired. We'll see him here in the next few weeks as we head up to uh, Green Bay territory. First, we got to get to Viking right, territory. Guys. Yep. All right, that's all we have time for. We'll see you guys all next time. Here you go.